What's going on, Gator Nation? You know what it is. And this episode, I'm finally back in my house uh, of the Young Neurotic. Y'all know I've been on the road uh, the last few weeks. Um, it's your boy, Pat Young, bringing you the content that you love about the Gators, everything that uh, goes with from coaching to former players to current players. And for this episode, I'm super excited because we got another current player back in, in the mix. Uh, it's his, sadly, I believe it's his one and only year that we're going to have him. Uh, but as you know, we've uh, got a chance to see him on the court, pour his heart and soul out on the court. And and one thing that you got to love about this guy is, is how his effort on both sides of the court, especially defensively. But he's showing us now that, hey, my man can score that thing too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I want to introduce none other than Philandris Fleming Jr., number 24, uh, the one we've known to come and love that's played 17 games in a Gator uniform already. Philan, can you believe it's been 17 games already? It's a while, man. Time going by so fast, man. But I love it. I love it. It's a blessing, man. Y'all just coming off a big win um, last night. Your boy DeRuji, man, he was flying around last night. <laughs> DeRuji played really well. Actually, before the game, he was telling me, he came to me and said, man, I'm feeling really good today. <laughs> and it showed last night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was... It just seems like when he, when he's on, he's I mean he's shooting the ball really well. He doesn't shoot a lot of threes, but he's shooting really well from the three point line. And just you know, just just someone that has a feel for the game and finding his spots. I mean, that's what you would hopefully expect from a guy that's uh you know his senior year as well to, to fill in. But you know, you've had plenty of great moments as well. Where obviously the mix coming from the Big South to the SEC, new team, all all the things that that obviously are going to correlate to having a, not a slow start, but transition. And then you started to really f find your way right now. So how, how are you feeling uh, with everything? I'm feeling great, man. Like, like you said, I'm still kind of adjusting 17 games in the big South and the SEC are two totally different, <laughs> two totally different leagues, but uh, I'm starting to find myself and, and, uh, and just trying to, you know, help, help the team win, but I'm loving it though. I'm loving the challenge. Loving being able to play against top guards, top players um, in the in the in the SEC, and, and it is so much fun. You say that the uh, you know Big South and SEC are so different. When was the first the first moment you're like, dang, <laughs> this is different? <laughs> it was really my first day, our first day of you know practice. Um, when when I was going against you know Colin Jay and hit by screens. That I never really <laughs> got hit by. I'm like, goodness gracious, this how about to be? And it was an adjustment, but you know, man, I don't, I, I don't know if anybody could get used to getting hit by a screen by Jay boy. <laughs> Jason Jatobo, my man is a force. <laughs> right, right. He is. Glad he's on our team. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I was really proud of him. You know, watching the game last night of his you know, playing with four fouls and able to still keep stay, stay locked in because, you know, he had been trending in the right direction as far as his performance, really getting better, uh, staying consistent, um, just finding good minutes for the team. He had some hustle plays that I said, dang, the big fella diving on the floor. Like, what's like, what's <laughs> like this? Was, and then, you know, you get tested mentally. Can you stay locked in when, you know, you can't control what you can't control? You got four fouls. Uh, the team needs you. Colin is out. Uh, you know, how are you going to come in and step in, into the game? He, he had a really big block on the baseline in, in the, the last few minutes that was, you know, a huge. guy was four or five. It was huge, huge play, huge, huge play. Huge. So it's, it's really awesome seeing his seeing his growth. 
For sure, for sure. So, you know, you come from the big, you know, I, when we're doing the podcast, I always love just, you, you know, bring it back. You know, obviously we're going to talk a lot of basketball, of course, but we're going to talk about, I want to, I care more about who you are and how you got to this place. So, you know, take us back. You know, you born, born and raised in Athens, Georgia. Yes, sir. Oh, and, and we know that because <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I didn't even know. I didn't even know this happened until I came into work one day at the SEC and they're like, oh, yeah, you didn't hear about what Philan did? I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he's a he's a Georgia Bulldog fan because he's from Athens. And he posted, I guess, when Georgia won the chip. <laughs> yeah, man, it was a, you know. <laughs> That's where I'm from, man. I've always been a dog fan, uh dog football fan since I was a little kid, man. So it was it was I was happy to see them win. So you grow up, yeah. Honestly, it was for me, because uh, you know, I've never seen Georgia have great success since I've been a Gator fan growing up. I think that what the last championship was in 81 or something like that. So it's good time. to see somebody else get it. Um Good to see a good, you know, get, hear nothing but great things about Kirby Smart and what he's doing with the program, and um, just hope Florida can football can can uh, you know do whatever they did, uh, yeah. you know, emulate that equation because yeah, they're getting them those. in here though. They they getting the right getting the right players in, here, so we'll see what he can do. It, yeah, the players, you know, it's 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 a lot of things that come into winning for sure. But yeah, definitely, if you can't recruit, uh, you're gonna struggle. But yeah, you born in Athens, Georgia. You know what? What was what was life like growing up? I know you got a lot of siblings. What, what was life like growing up? Uh, it was you know pretty good, just hooping. Um, I used to uh, play at the boys and girls club as a little kid. You know, I came up. Um, everything was local for me. All my AAU team. I uh, playing at, uh, at boys and girls club. I went to middle school like 15 minutes away from my house. Um, went to high school. 20 minutes away from my house. So, yeah, man, it was fun growing up. Like you said, I got siblings, and we, you know, do do what siblings do, trying to teach them the game, and and they playing it just like I'm playing it now. So you got you got five siblings, right? So I can imagine there's a lot of competition in the house growing up. <laughs> a lot of competition, a lot of competition. My sisters used to play basketball, but they had stopped. And um, but my little brothers love love the game. They go outside every almost every day, playing it, playing each other, uh, competing for who's better, and you know how that go. But yeah, they love the game. So did you did you always know you wanted to play ball? I know you uh, you played a little bit of football as well. I, I mean, obviously, in growing up watching Georgia football, you know, probably there was a part of you that was like, oh, I could, you know, I might dabble uh, over there on the between the the gridiron. That's what they call it, the gridiron. Yeah. Not really, man. I I uh I didn't I didn't really like playing football. My uh you know when I'm young, when you're younger and stuff, my dad, my uncle was like, get into football so you get tougher for basketball. You know what I'm saying? But I had uh I I had broke my hand. I don't know if you can see that. Okay. I broke two bones in my hand uh when I was younger, um playing football, and then after that I said I'm not doing this no more because I ain't wow. played I ain't played basketball that season. I was like I'm not about to be playing football and not be able to play basketball. So, I mean, it was fun when I when I played. I played quarterback. I played receiver. I played safety. Um, I don't say – I wouldn't say I was that good, but I was decent, you know. Just a uh, uh, when, when did you stop playing football? I stopped playing, I think, sixth or seventh grade. Okay. One of them. 
I can't remember. Yeah. When I hurt my hand, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm grateful my dad, he never, he never put me, put me out there on the football field. He just had that, that he played football and he was like, he didn't want his son to go through, go through all that. But you know what I mean? If you're an athlete, you're going to deal with injuries, injuries, no matter what, that's just part of, part of the life. But football is just like on another level, like. Another level, another level. I was like, man, I'm a, I'm a hooper. I don't, I don't need to be out there. So when, so when you start, um, you know, when you, you hang up playing football, uh, was that, was that like tough for your parents at all? Were they like, dang, we wanted you to play there. Just, you know, they wanted you to go for whatever sport you wanted to, you wanted to go for. Yeah, they knew, um, you know, I was playing basketball since I really came out the womb. So they knew that was, that was the one for me. Um, they didn't, they didn't really care if I, um, played basketball, football, baseball. They just wanted to see me happy and, and happy that I was in sports competing, you know. That's awesome. So you go on, you finish up, finish up playing football. And then obviously you fully already, you already been, like you said, you, you came out of the womb playing basketball, you know, you, you um, obviously you put you put your your time and energy and effort into basketball more like one hundred percent now at that time. Like how was how was your development, and and when did you hit a level in your development where you like dang like like I got a chance like I can I can I can take this somewhere. Um, it was it was difficult, man, because you know this was the era where AAU ball went from just playing AAU ball to what it is now where all this is where you get recruited and, yep. and the cameras, lights, action, everything. And like that transition, I didn't really understand at the time. And, you know, but um, it was, it was difficult, man, watching all these guys that you, you know, played and, and in all this exposure that you didn't get. And um, it just made me work harder. That was my development skills. And this was the era where people started shooting more threes and, um less mid-range shots and stuff like that so I kind of had to adjust my game a little bit so I started you know shoot a lot more threes on my off time in the gym and stuff so um my development probably I think I think it was my uh 11th grade year where I was like oh man this could this could really I could really make something happen because my sophomore year you know playing AAU ball um I played uh with a um, team called Oconee Coney something I can't remember the team and I had dropped like 40 in the AAU game and I was like wow goodness I said good and but the, the crazy part is my team wasn't you know it was a local team so it wasn't like there was nobody there no coaches nothing was there and I'm just like hmm if I can do this I can build off of this keep working and I might can get some you know scholarships get some get some more looks out so Probably my sophomore junior year. That's when I really like locked in into my into my game and knew that I could get to where I'm at today. When when did you start getting like really recruited um, at that point? You know, uh, in, in in high school. Uh, I really was not recruited much. Uh, Charleston Southern was one of two of my offers. I got an offer from the Air Force. Um, but well, I didn't. That would have been different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Well, you 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 wouldn't be having that hair right now. I know that. <laughs> so, my dad, my dad was in the military, so I got all of that all throughout my years. I said I'm not going through that again. <laughs> That's not what I want to do. So, um, my junior year, I played with the Georgia Phoenix, and um, we went down to Orlando 
at the um the Disney thing. I don't, I don't know what it's called, like the, the, the Disney place where they be hooping. Um, but that's where I got my offer from Charleston Southern and um yeah, the rest is history. I didn't have no more. I had looks and stuff, but no one no one else really offered me. So then you know, obviously you 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 go into that, you know, you finish up, had a great last senior year, um, end up being player, player, class five A player of the year. Um, you know, what did you what did you start doing as what was your mindset if you can take yourself back as uh because I'm sure there was part of you like, dang, like not obviously not taking anything from the big south, but I'm sure in your mind you knew uh that you could be on, you know, a high major a high major stage. You know, what what were you thinking as you were you were preparing for college and and stepping into uh you know stepping into your freshman year? Um, when I was preparing for college, man, the biggest thing I was scared about was not being strong enough. So I uh, <laughs> my dad got me a a trainer, um, trying to grow my strength, and um, all I was thinking about going in was um, I got to start. I never came off the bench. I got to start. I want to be the best, so I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work at it. You know what I'm saying? So that's probably my my biggest fear when I was um, transitioning. I knew I could guard. I knew I could um, get uh, get get in where I could fit in. But I was like, I know college players are way stronger than what I am right now. So that was probably my biggest biggest fear. But it was an adjustment, and, and you know, it made me a lot better. Was that your first time really going through a, a strength training program? Oh yeah. Definitely, definitely. I, 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 at that time, I couldn't even do uh, what do you call them things? Five dips. I couldn't do five dips at that time. Oh, okay. I, body I weight. No pull ups. But body weight. I couldn't do no pull ups. I couldn't do nothing around that time. So I'm like, yeah, I, I got, I got like five weeks, two months. I got like a month and a half. I got, I got to get, get, get well before I get there. Well, it it, it paid off dividends as as you know, if anyone were to go and look at. Uh, what you achieved just your freshman season, first year in college, um, that you ranked second in the team in scoring um, in 29 appearances and started started 28 of those 29 games. So uh, you get there your freshman and, you know, uh, make it all freshman team, um, runner up for, co- for for freshman of the year of that of that year. What, what was that adjustment like? You know, you, you come in hungry, you, you stay hungry the whole year, continue to work. Know your workhorse, but just let people know what your process was like, and when you when you got there as a freshman. Uh, it was it was smooth, man. The guys that rec- um, recruited me, actually, the guys that recruited me, you know, this business of college basketball. Uh, assistant coaches that recruited me, they left. So it was two assistant coaches that recruited me that was um, calling me every day. They left, so it was kind of like a um, hmm. weird situation, but. Uh, it was smooth because the guys that was on the team, you know, we had Christian Keelan, um, um, Cortez, Mitchell, a lot of different seniors. They just um, came in and welcomed me with open arms and like, kind of showed, showed me the ropes and told me, you know, this and that about who and who and how to adjust. And, but it was it was smooth, man. I came in, um, just tried to work as hard as possible. Uh, Coach Raderball. Um, he told me when I came in, he was like, I don't care about seniority. I don't care about um, who scored this many points last year or who did this last year. If you come in and work every day and, and you you're, you will start, 
if you if you do what you have to do, do do what you're supposed to do. So I took that with a grain of salt, and I was like, okay, he don't see, he don't have no no um, agenda behind who who he's playing and everything. So I was like, I just I can come in and start. I can come in and make an impact immediately. So it was a good it was a good transition for me. At the conclusion of 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 that season, you know, you for you you spent four years four years at uh, in the Big South at Charleston Southern. Um, what was you know you know tell tell what are some of your favorite your favorite memories uh, there? I mean, you had that's a lot of games. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's four years. That's that's over over a hundred games, probably close to one hundred and twenty or more. Um, you know, there's so much you can get in, get into it as you develop and, and grow in there. But what's something that pops off the top of your head? Right there. Uh, off the top of my head, man, we went uh, my junior year. We went into Missouri and we we, we got an upset at, at Missouri. Um, that's probably the, the best win that I had there. Uh, a couple more, I had a, you know I had a couple game winners here and there, but um, that that game in Missouri, man, we came in and we was I think we had we had lost like three in a row. And uh, we just fought, we just fought, we fought, we fought, and we, we pulled it out, man. It was a great feeling to, you know, going to Missouri um, and upset them, so. Yeah, was uh, Coach Mark Cusco Martin there, the head coach there at the time? Uh, I'm not even sure, honestly. I know uh, Xavier Henson from uh from Yeah, Ohio. I think so. He was, he was there, so. I think I don't I don't remember his name, but it was, it was a great, it was great. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he was. But you know, one thing that's you know obviously that that's really cool about your time there is, uh, for one, well, the, uh, the two things. Um, the first one is that you are one of two players in the history there um, to uh, go for was it two? Uh, yeah, one of two players in Charleston Southern history to reach a thousand points, five hundred rebounds, two thousand assists, a hundred steals, and fifty blocks. So you were able to to get it all across the board. But even cooler is you know back to back defensive players of the year. You know a lot of guys as their their scoring average and their role starts to get increased. Sometimes that defensive side can kind of you know relax a little bit or just become an offensive guy, but. You you stay and still are committed to both sides of the floor. You know how how were you able to manage that as your role continued to grow to not lose sight of your strength? What 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 is one of your strengths? Um, I would say that uh, you know my freshman year of high school, man, I came in and I was on varsity, and you know coming in as a freshman, you're not about to go score a lot of points. Um, not most people. But uh, I, my coach came in. He told me just come in and be a defender. Always, always defend. That's how you're gonna get on the court. And I just took that like with a grain of salt. And I've been been like that my whole life, man. Uh, once I got to college, it was it was a a whole nother level because you know a lot of people, um, all coaches love defenders. All coaches yeah. gonna play. All coaches gonna play people that are gonna defend. So when I'm scoring, I like to score on people and I like to uh, stop them on the other end. And that's my that was always my motto, man. Um, so and I and I love to affect the game in different ways and all types of different ways, whether it's steal, block, assist, scoring, anything. So anything that I could help with winning, man, that's that's what I always want to be the point of view. Yeah, you're you're often out there uh in, in the front of that press causing <laughs> <Yeah, man. laughs> causing havoc, uh right. lead, leading the break, uh, which which is pretty awesome. So um you finish up your career there, your senior year, uh, first team, 
um, all big South uh, defensive player of the year, back to back there. Um, you know, you knew, did you know right away that you wanted to get that, use that graduate transfer year or like, where you decide between that and like just going, going pro or, you know, that, cause that's, that's a tough decision, but you know, you knew, like we said in the beginning that, with the quality level of talent that you have, but you just didn't have the opportunity to get exposed and have that when you were younger. So what, what was the thought process on, on the next step after you graduated from, uh, from CSU? Um, it was, it was a battle, man. You know, I, I was, um, you know, I, we didn't know about the COVID year. We, it was a, a up and down. So I was battling with myself and, and, you know, talking to my family, like, should I just go ahead and, um, take a leap, take a chance on, on pro, or should I, you know, use the graduate year? But um, ultimately, it was just a, a decision coming down to uh, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's a blessing that I could, you know, come back and and and, and use this grad year at a higher level school. You know, so I, I was like, uh, I didn't want to come back to school personally. Yeah. But then, <laughs> it's I, all right. <laughs> you know, talking. Hey, to be my real. Culture. Yeah, talk to my folks and everything, you know, it kind of kind of put it in perspective. This is a, a stepping stone to could be much greater, you know, networking, talking to the different people, getting to know different uh, people in Gainesville and, and just adding connections on so so I can use later on in life. Of all places, the Georgia boy, the Bulldog, he ended up with the Gators. Man, they had to be tough. <laughs> they had to be like, oh, Lord, I'm going to go play for them. <laughs> nah, man, yeah, for real. Come on, you was like, man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, it was a, it was a lot of different people recruiting me, man. But you know, George, this is George's rival. But it wasn't, it was never about none of that to me. Yeah. It was always about uh, getting to where I can go, where I'm accepted, where I'm wanted. Because um, I only have one year. You know, it was hard to. We didn't have them. I didn't have that much time. I didn't. I couldn't visit because of COVID. So it was, uh, it was a, it was a tough, you know, transition. But um, in my mind, that was never in my mind. It was in everybody else's mind yeah, around yeah. me. <laughs> but to me, it was never. It, I, I never was thinking like, oh man, because uh, I could have, you know, that could have blocked the blessing. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I was always thinking, uh, what can I gain? What can I get? And what, how can I grow? So, and I think uh, Florida was my best, best chance of doing that. So when um, when Coach White called you, uh, I think I think uh, I think you told me or someone told me it was like, is this two time defensive player of the year? Or what, what, what was it like when uh when you first time you you, ch you chatted with him on the phone? Oh man, it was a shocker, man. Uh, he came into the process, you know, a little late. Into my process a little late, but um, it was a shocker, man. He 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 came on. He was like, uh, I know you're about to. Uh, commit I'm a little late but uh could you just give Florida a chance and I was like yeah of course man I, as soon as I answered the phone I could feel the genuineness in his in his voice so um I gave Florida a chance and I'm glad that I did what what was it that about coach white um that made you say out of the you know who else who else did you were you decided between and that's that's really interesting that he came a little bit later in your process so you kind of already had close to making a decision at that point. So he had, he, he did something, said something that, that really was like, nah, this is, this is it. Like, what, what was it? The, the thing that made it for you? Just like, I got to go there. That's it. Yeah. Um, it was just a, 
I don't know. I, that's why I was telling my post. I was like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know because I was talking to a lot of different coaches and whatever. But as soon as he called me, it was like a. I just felt like this was the place for me. I don't. Yeah. It's it's hard to explain, but uh, because I was kind of on the fence about where uh, about different schools that I was talking to already, and then he called me. I was like, okay, I'm hearing him talk about you know how where they're gonna use me at the defensive what 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 uh Florida lost and what the different transfers that are coming in, where I fit in. And I was like, this is sounding really good to me, you know. So um, it wasn't a certain, yeah. you know, phrase or thing that he said. It was just like him talking to him. It just felt genuine. He wasn't yeah. sugarcoating anything. He was 100% honest with me. And um, that's what I that's what I wanted to come into. I wanted to come into a place where I could make an impact and, you know, coaches yeah. are honest with me. Yeah. Before we move on, let me tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at Bet River Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with Bet Rivers yet, now is the time because they are offering a $250 match bonus for your first deposit. But what sets them apart is that they require just one play through to turn your bonus into cash money. With their new Rush Pay instant approval, withdrawing your winnings is safer, more secure, and more reliable. With basketball season tipping off, get in on the action by going to betrivers.com today or by downloading the BetRivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING. And that's what I, that's one thing I love about Coach White. You know, I, I haven't had a chance to, be, you know, ever get coached by him, but every time, um, you know, I've been around him ever since, ever since he took the job, just from time to time, and I'm like, is he, is he really like this every day? Like, and yeah, he's like genuine, authentic. Like what you see is what you get. And like, it's, it's no, like he won't hold grudges on you. He's going to be real uh, loving at the same time. Like, you know, you know, he cares about you. And that's, that's one thing that, you know, when I, when I hear about how coaches used to do things back in the day, uh, you know, they just, they used to just be disciplined, just straight discipline. It wasn't like, like discipline with with love and know I care about you. It's just like, nah, do what I say. Why? Because yeah. I said so, and you're gonna do it, or you ain't gonna play. That's exactly. it. And you remember what you did? <laughs> I ain't gonna forget what you did last. Like, dog. Like, how is that gonna be motivational for a player? Because you you want your players to run through a wall for you, you know. And 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 like effort effort and motivation should never be a question for your guys. But if if like a coach comes to you with questionable character, sometimes you just like man, I don't play for this dude, you know? And, exactly. yeah. and um, you know, what? that's that's one thing that that I just, fan, you know, the fans, I hope they can come to appreciate that trade in Coach White because there's nothing that shows up on a stat sheet or a statistic, but it shows up in how the guys come ready to play and just like the, and bounce back. You guys bounce back really quickly. And, and even if the shot's not, like you guys, what I, what I love seeing about you guys this year is that even in adversity and, or whatever may happen. I've never seen a moment where the body language is terrible or guys pointing fingers or just, just the, the negativity that can consume a team from getting over, you know, having a quick turnaround to get to the next. Yeah. It's been like nothing but motivation and, and accountability in a good way, which is like, sure. that's, it's so rare to find. Like that's how, that's, that's how like, I think y'all toughed out that win with Ohio state, honestly, you know, Y'all just stay together, chipping away. Like, ball ain't going in, chipping away, chipping away, chipping away at that league, whatever it may be. Like, they're not getting easy shots. They're getting shots late in the clock, and we out. 
uh, sure. get to the free throw line, and then. But it had to be crazy when Tyree made that shot. <laughs> it was it was wild, man. I was thinking coach was about to call a timeout. I was I was nervous. I was like, man, I don't know what you know what we was about to do. But it was crazy, man. What right. shot, I was man. like, this is a bad. I was like, this is a bad shot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's crazy. Man. I was like, that's wow. a bad shot, but. Uh, <laughs> Apparently he knocked that down. Like y'all see him knock it down, shots like that all the time. Apparently, oh yeah, that's, that's what the guru said. All the time, he's one of them. You know, he one of those one of those guys you can't really explain. It just it just goes in sometimes. You know. So I gotta ask you, uh, you 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 brought it up and uh, it made me think. How what was your transition like working out with Preston Green? <laughs> 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 I've never, ever, ever had somebody like Preston, man. Coach P is a different animal, man. But he made me, like, he made me, I mean, I understood the importance of, you know, strength training, but he took it to a whole nother level, whereas each day a, a different dynamic and how um, specific different muscles and stuff, like, he's so into it and, and it just, and I think that's that's what helped me, you know, um, to come here too. That's what um, kind of um, packed on some some things that that helped me come here too. So I knew that coming here and, and um, getting strength coached by him, um, that's like a professional level strength coach. Oh, yeah. and that, you know, so that's where I want to go get to. And I and getting here and being able to get coached by him, man, it's just a great experience. Great. Yeah. Give me, give me one second. Let me grab my charger. I want my laptop. Got you. Got you. Right. Uh, get it. All right. So <laughs> the first time. Working out with P, like you, so you come there with Preston in the summertime, right? And them, them strong man chart, them strong man, training, <laughs> the strong man workouts. <laughs> that was the man. You probably the never first, experienced soreness like that in your life. Never, ever, ever. The first, the first week was okay. The first week was okay because you know, like a little transition week. But the second week when we started to push the truck, that's when I was like, goodness gracious. What is this? But it, it, it helped out in the long run, man. I'm so glad I did it. Would I do it again? I don't know, but I'm so right. glad. Like sometimes, sometimes like, cause I, I retired and like working out was always like attached to a purpose, like getting better or, you know, getting more fit, strong in a certain area. And like, I finally kind of got back into it a little bit with my, um, with some of my friends here. And then like, I was like, man, would I ever do strongman training again and put myself through that? Nah, nah, no, no way. I hated it. It was, <laughs> but, but I think what it does too, which you can see with you guys at the beginning of the season, I think that that environment of it being like so hard and you guys working together and trying to get through, I think that helped build chemistry for you guys coming into the season. Like, especially, you know, the narrative for the team was like, for, you know, a lot of transfers, you know, two guys go to the NBA, four guys transfer, then a bunch of guys transfer in. And it's like, you got a quick, it's, it's not a lot of time 
each team has each year to really build chemistry and, and be ready. But it seems like in a quick amount of time, and you you guys really were able to to mesh together. You know what 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 do you attest to that? Yeah, of course, man. Going through strongman together, going through conditioning together, going through summer workouts together, and then going you know we stayed in the same area together also. So um, just that that transition um, with these guys, man, it, it made it even easier for these you know great character guys, great guys to be around. And um, like you said, all of, all of our transfers coming in, and we just meshed um, immediately. And you know that's not that's not common; that's rare to find. So um, it's just I think it's just a test to um, our character, the guys' character, and, and how we can just get along like right right uh, rapidly. And it it was fun, man. It, it was it was hard, but us going through it together, like you said, it, it increased our um, chemistry a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, it, it really came to show. Uh, so, you know, what was it like for you, you know, that, that the very first game, not not the preseason game, um, but we talked about the fir- first game of the season that you got to step out there in the uniform and and and, and play uh, in, in the Gator uniform? Uh, it was absolutely amazing, man. Yeah. Wow, wild experience. I've never never been at a um in that type of setting with the crowd rooting for me you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's, it's always been a, a on the i've been on the other side so it was absolutely um uh, amazing being able to go in the, um, um the exact i can't even say exact <laughs> <laughs> uh, arena and being able to play in front of the rowdies and all the fans man it was just like warm feeling you already know that uh you know the, the the game November fourteenth against Florida State, uh, that was a huge game. Um, you know that game meant a lot for the program. Coach White having lost seven straight uh, against Florida State, and you guys looked so good that game, man. That was uh, that was sensational. You know what? He, you, you know, obviously, the, you know, with with the season, there's been ups and downs and and trying to figure things out. But how how have you guys? Because it's it's a long season. And, you know, what has been your approach as a senior, as a graduate transfer, you know, going, being a leader of this team, because, uh, you know, you've been through a lot. You, you've, you've uh, you know, when you're looking at uh, Kowasi, he's, he's a freshman. You've been through a lot of things that he's been through, you know, and, and you have the maturity of like when you lose a game, uh, you know, drop a game to Texas Southern or whomever it may be. You know, what, what has been your mindset and your approach to this last year, just taking it, taking it day by day, game by game or, or, you know, what, what do you tell you attest to um, just your mental fortitude throughout this year? Cause you have been just like steady, steady and steady and steady getting better and better and better each game, which is that, you know, it, it, it's going to take time because it's a new team, but it seems as though your comfort level and confidence is, is continuing to grow for the team. Yeah, man. Um, just staying the course, man, you know, coming from where I come from, uh, we didn't, we didn't really uh, at Charleston Southern, we didn't really win as much as you know I wanted to, but we just stayed the course. You stayed the course. You got to learn how to take losses as a, uh, as a, um, as a great player, and you got to have amnesia. You got to forget about it. You got to just move on to the next next play, next game. Um, but just staying the course, trusting your, uh, trusting your ability to get into the gym and trusting your, yourself on, on that. Um, just because, you know, certain things didn't work this game doesn't mean it's going to work in this game. Just Keep it, keep it a um, fresh mindset and, and, and just keep going and keep going. Like you said, 
Waste, man, he, he he's one of those guys, man, that, that works extremely hard. And I tell him all the time, just trust your work, trust your work. Yeah. Um, it's, it's paying off right now. It's paying off. Yeah. Lot. Yeah, speak, yeah, speaking on the freshmen um, and I guess some, some of your other teammates, you know, how have you been able to, uh, you know, because there's a, there's a spectrum of things that, with you guys, you know, how, how have you guys, with, with that chemistry that you developed, is it, is it super comfortable being able to talk to a guy of like, obviously the encouragement, but, and not saying confronting a guy, but say, sometimes maybe, maybe saying, hey, you can be doing better than this or, or whatever, like, it's it's a, ch a challenge because you know what they are capable of, and when they're when they're not bringing that level, you got to be a good teammate and friend. Because like, I want somebody to tell me when they when they say I'm not doing my best or whatever it may be. And and has that been has that been pretty easy for you guys? As as because I know there's there's all types of narratives that go on in a season, um, and that's sometimes one of the toughest things of like being able to tell a guy. Like, hey, you can you can be doing better right now in a in a loving way. It's always the way that you communicate it. Yeah. But how yeah. how's that been been for you? Uh, us being a mature team, you know, older team, a lot of a lot of older guys. It has been um, pretty good for us. Um, all of us talk to each other, telling each other this you could do this or this what this what I seen, this what I seen, you know. And we have you know constructive criticism talks. So um, like you said, no one holds no grudges. That's the thing about this team, man. We're 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 an older group. Um, everybody's willing to listen, open to listening. Coaches, players, everything, you know. So, um, it's been it's it hasn't been that hard, you know. You're gonna have yeah. um, combat here and there, but um, it's been really easy being being as mature we are. So it's been good. You know, going in, into that the, the, this most recent game with Mississippi State, uh, you guys were down like the majority of the game. Uh, up until the last, you know, how, how what, what was the message for you guys at, at halftime before going into that run? Because you shut Iverson Molinar out until the very like last forty five seconds of the second half of the rest of the game, and he, as we as we know, I've seen him, the you know, coming off being SEC Player of the Week, he makes the game look really easy. Uh, yeah, it's fun to watch him play. But you guys, like defensively, like y'all y'all when y'all are locked in, you just create so much chaos and. You know, I I think because, you know, you can never control when shots go in and out. But bringing that level of defense, you guys are always going to have a chance uh, to be anybody. So what, what was the message for y'all in, in that second half, uh, in, in halftime from Coach White coming into coming into the, the game there? Yeah, at halftime, uh, at halftime, man, we was uh, – he basically told us, that, you know, we, we scored 35 points in the half and, and they scored 41. So um, he basically was telling us, like, uh, we're not playing enough defense, guys. This is, they're just scoring too easily, too many points. And um, we had to pick up our defensive effort on the on the other end. We had to trust that our offense was going to, gonna, um, you know, keep keep going. Because 35 points in the half, that's pretty good. You know, that's, yeah. on, that's, on, that's on good pace. So, But we, we weren't stopping them. So second half, man, that's what he told – I mean, at halftime, that's what we kept harping on was – um, trying to trying to stop them, continuing to contain Molinar. Because you like you said, he's coming off a of player of the week, great player, great pace. He's just um, but I think we did a good job keep continuing to box out because those guys go and they, you know, play too big. So um that was a difficulty for us not having Collins, but we 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 prevailed. Yeah, yeah, and I know that's definitely been been tough um in regards to Colin uh, getting hurt right now. Uh, and that's that's a good thing to bring up, you know. You know, Colin gets hurt in practice, 
Um, you're not sure if he's going to be able to play or not. Um, you know, what, what is the message for the guys? Cause I talked, I got a chance to talk to Anthony after the game and, and, and I'm sure you guys were, you know, next man, next up, you guys changed the offense around a little bit in that game, played five, five guys out. Everyone knew they had to step up a little bit more because Colin just, he's such a force on both sides of the floor. Like he's protecting the basket. Uh, he's rebounding. He finishes well. He gets it out of there as well. So missing him, like, you know, there, there was going to be an adjustment because you're playing more of an offense that you don't play on the norm. But what was what was coach's message? What was the message you guys had to each other coming into that game, um, knowing that Colin wasn't going to be on the floor with you guys? Yeah, like you said, man, coach, coach told his next man up. The coach was like, he's not, you know, worried at all because, you know, Jason, he's been, he been steady, he's been steady, getting better and better and better and better. And he's built for it. He was ready for this moment. Um and and he came in and gave us a great spark, great yeah. spark. Um, and so, um, like you said, it was next man up. Coach told us, guards, you got to step up, um, you know, because we, we usually feed it into Colin a lot. And, you know, we all just did step up. Kowasi, Drew stepped up crazily. Um, App, you know, making big plays. Like Shooting about well, yeah. Exactly. 3-2. So, um, and I think that's just a test to our team. This is how our team is. We got a lot of different pieces that can do a lot of different things, man. And um, and I think that showed against Mississippi State. We can't wait for Colin to get back, of course. But um, you know, we want him to be well, also. So we'll um, you know, take it with grain of salt. And, and Jay, I think Jay is a great, a huge piece of our, us um, winning long, along the road. And I think he's built for it. To yeah. him coming off the bench and um, giving us great minutes. You know, so I think that that just that's that's who we are. We can play a lot of different people in a lot of different places. Versatility, versatile um, team, and and uh, yeah, man, it was it was great to see uh, a lot of different people do a lot of different things. You guys have a, a little bit of a tough stretch here coming up. Um, you have you know just played Mississippi State, and then you got Vandy on Saturday, Miss, Mississippi on Ole Miss on Monday, Tennessee on Wednesday. And then the Big 12 challenge with uh, OK State on that Saturday. Um, what's the the mindset? What's the the preparation like? And you know, you got a tough stretch like this. Uh, you know, how what do you do to take care of your, your body consistently and rest and recover? But also knowing how to you know, you got to get yourself ready for each game and prepare and put the work in at the same time. Because yeah, this is a tough stretch. But this yeah, this is gonna be when you when you're a pro next year. Like this is gonna be it. <laughs> it's gonna be it as well. It's great practice, I guess you could say. It's great practice, you know. But um, every day, just taking one a day at a time, a day at a time. Um, not trying to do too much, but not trying to do too little. Still getting in the gym, getting your mechanics right, um, staying ready. Um, just just doing those things, those little things, stretching at night and stuff here and there, and staying with yeah. Duke, man. Duke, Duke, is, Duke is that guy, man. <laughs> He's that guy, man. So, um, you know, just going in there every day, talking to him, tell, he, you know, Telling them our um, uh, injuries or whatever, but um, he take care of us, so um, we're we're not worried. Like you said, it's gonna be a tough stretch, but yep. I think we're built for it. We're built for it, and like uh, we got a lot of different pieces. We can play a lot of different players, so I think we're gonna be ready. I think it's gonna be a good stretch. We're, we're on this. Um, we're gonna keep team try to keep these wins going. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I I believe you you, you guys had the toughest. Uh, three games in Florida basketball history of Alabama, Auburn, and, and LSU. And, man, I was so – that LSU game, man, y'all had that one. 
just a tough, just a tough shoot night. Um, but which which is what happens. But you know those those moments like that force it to put you back up against the wall. Uh, you know you 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 find ways to get better and win, and that's what what you guys are doing. But you know we'll give we'll give the basketball talk uh, a a stretch or a, a break real quick. Wanted to bring up, ask a few questions. I know the people are all wondering. First first question or first statement. You have probably the coolest name in all of college basketball. What what is the story behind your name, Philandris? Man, it's uh, <laughs> well, my dad named Philandris, so I'm a junior. Um, and my I I asked my grandmother when I was like 10, 11, what what does my name mean? Like, what 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 did y'all get it from? And she was like, uh, her grandmother came up with it. Her grandmother named my dad. So, um, and I was like, so where did it come from? She was like, it came from a a, a old old TV show. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what TV show. I don't know what it is. I've been looking ever since. I couldn't find it. So, I mean, I'm still looking. I'm still wondering what, where my name, the origins of it. But um, I love it. I love my name. I used to didn't like it as a kid because no one could pronounce it. But a lot of people are getting better at it. Man, TV show. I ain't never heard that before in my life. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think they're just trying to get me to stop talking. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty cool. Uh, it, your name has meaning, um, and it was a purpose behind it. Uh, you don't know. I guess you don't you didn't get a, like a complete answer. <laughs> no clue, man. You didn't no get a complete clue. answer on it, but uh, it's always going to be a conversation starter. That's for sure. Um, yeah. What What are some things that you do outside of basketball for fun? Uh, and now that you're in Gainesville, that you're more in Florida, not a Florida boy. No, how did you get first off? How did you get used to that heat? <laughs> oh man, oh I was I was kind of used to it because you know Charleston's a hot place, man. Charleston's All right. always always you know hot. But uh, the things that I do, you know, when I'm not hooping on my off season, man, I love bowling. I'm a big time bowler. Um, I I go in, I I throw like eight eight nine games, man. I love bowling. Wow. Yeah, man. Um, have you thrown a perfect game? What's perfect game yet? No way. I wish. No, not even close. I haven't gotten. I got to like two. I'd say two forty, two fifty. Wow. Yeah, but um, no, nah, I haven't gotten to no uh, no no perfect game, and still working at it. But um, I haven't really had much time to do it. You been up the splits yet? I've been up splits one time, man. I did not what? like splits, man. Splits was the the. Uh, the the lanes weren't early enough for me. Nah, man. yeah, you got it. If you meet up with the uh, the owner guy, he's usually there, and get to the back lanes. Like there's there's oh. lanes in the back. Those ones are a little bit better because uh, yeah, me and my boys, uh, we will go up there sometimes, and uh, uh, <laughs> I'm ashamed to say, it. Uh, don't do as I say, not as I do. It's, this is one of those. <laughs> this is one of those moments. We will go up there. And they would have uh twenty five cent singles and tw- and fifty cent doubles, and we would drink uh-huh. we would drink Jack and Cokes, and, <laughs> and we would have a ball, just yeah. just but just like I mean it's good wholesome fun. You would go up there and, and bowl, but we definitely yeah. had a table full of of Jack and Cokes that uh <laughs> and probably only spent like twelve dollars uh-huh. <laughs> the whole time there. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's that's a good spot. Yeah, I'm gonna try it again, man. Back, okay. I'm gonna go to the owner back, back man. Yeah, you gotta bring bring some of the guys up there with you, man. It's 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 a really good time to vibe, and they they play some good music. The wing the wings are a little skimpy, 
Um, like they're like <laughs> they're like skinny wings, which I'm yeah. I'm not I'm not a fan of. But um, um, yeah, man, just yeah. Anything anything else outside of bowling? Uh, bowling? Uh, uh, I'm a huge gamer, man. I play 2K. Um, I'm a huge uh, in the park guy. I get it. Um, I take it really seriously. I I I, 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 I hate losing, so um, I love I love playing 2K though. That's probably my top two favorite hobbies: bowling and 2K. 2K is that the only one you play? Any uh, Call of Duty? Any other shooting games or Fortnite? Nah, I don't play no Call of Duty, no Fortnite. I I can't really get the shooting down. I never yeah. really got the people are too good to to, yeah. to be playing, man. So, uh, but I play like single games, um, like Assassin's Creed and um, stuff like that. More comeback stuff like that. Yeah, I just I I had to you know so busy i don't really have time to play video games as much as i, I used to i'll play games on my phone every now and then but my girl she she just looks at me with just like disdain like what are you doing like why are you playing i'm like i'm like leave me alone like i'm not am i hurting anybody just playing like a little game on my phone? like i used to be a big fifa guy me and will you get bro we used to play fifa religiously it, it took me like four years to beat him though <laughs> For real? Yeah, because I never even liked soccer. He taught me how to play, then I finally figured out how to beat him. Um, yeah, me, me, Scotty and I, Scotty Wilbur and I, Kate, we like we were, we were uh, my freshman year. We would all sit and share the screen and play uh, zombies on yeah. on Call of Duty. Um, I just could never get into two K because I was so trash, man. I just like wouldn't persevere. <laughs> I wouldn't persevere to get better because I like. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not a process guy. I'm like I'm play basketball. I should be good at this. Like yeah, but. It just, See, it I, just didn't, it, I didn't I didn't I didn't get into gaming until you know the COVID era. I had when, uh, yeah, when COVID hit and we was literally at home every day, not being able to do anything, that's when I really started to get on TK. And um that's it just went from there. I just kept kept at it, man. I don't know, I don't know. You had yeah, yeah. I think uh in the beginning of COVID, I was I stayed productive for a little bit. Like I was working out, and I still would, I would work out. At my parents' house, I, I, I would get them to drive because I was still playing. I would get them the driveway and I'll do drip ball handling the drills and I'll do quick yeah. ladder. And then uh we still had my old my my very first original basketball hoop from when I was a kid. I get yeah. up there doing form shooting. And then when I was done, I go in my room, I set up, I set up Call of Duty or FIFA, and I would just play for hours and hours, yeah. Hours. <laughs> Yeah. My girl, when she my girl, she listens to every podcast. She's gonna be like, some things just don't tell me. Some things just don't tell me. <laughs> just like I'm like, it's not even hurt. I'm not hurting anybody. Like I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. But for Lamb, man, it, it's been it's been an honor. Let me. I got one last question for you before I, before I let you go and enjoy the rest of your night. I think you're gonna watch a movie or something tonight. Uh, oh, have you watched? Have you started watching um, Peacemaker on HBO Max? Peacemaker. Yeah, that's. I know you've seen uh, Suicide Squad too. Yeah, I have seen. That was John, John Cena's character. It's yeah. a series on Netflix uh, around his character. It's pretty good. Okay, okay. I'm gonna have to check that out. Highly okay. recommend. Highly recommend. Okay. Um, but um, when you know, how do you want to leave your legacy um, as a as a not only as a Gator, but as a college player? You know, you've had four tremendous years at Charleston Southern, and now having a having a really good year here. Seventeen games in. Hopefully, you know, I don't know how many more regular season games have been going off, but how do you want to leave your, your legacy as a Gator for, for everyone to remember you and, and when you go back and think about this time? Uh, I just want everybody to remember and, you know, 
to um, encourage everybody that you can, if anybody could do it, you know, coming from where I come from, not being, not getting as many looks as, as others and um, having to literally, you know, work as hard as you could and to get to where I'm at, man, you just gotta, you gotta put in the work. Um, I want to be remembered as, um, I want to look into my brother's eyes and they just, they just, their eyes glow up and be like, yeah. that's my brother. That's, that's, that's a guy that, um, you know, I was outside playing basketball with, even at the Boys and Girls Club, when I go back home, I want all the, you know, the kids to look up to me and be like, I can be that because I know him. He, yeah. he, he was here with me, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, he's friends with my big brother, my big sister, stuff like that. Those things that, um, that those are things that go through my mind whenever, you know, I'm uh, just getting better and, and yeah. uh, working, you know, just trying to trying to leave a legacy for the people behind me. Athens don't really have that many people, you yeah. know, recruit there and go there to recruit. And, and I wanted to be that person that could take that back to Athens and, and, and give encouragement to people yeah. uh, after me, you know. I love that. I love it, man. That's that's incredible. Um, I mean, you're doing that now. You're doing it now. Uh, the best thing, just continue one day by day, just leaving it all on, you know, when you wake up, you know, how can I get better today? How can I honor my family? How can I honor God? And then at the end of each day, did I do it? If yes, keep doing it. If no, what could I have done better? We're going to the next day and keep doing it. Exactly. Uh, not, literally nothing is guaranteed in life, man. And it's, it's so fragile. It literally is so fragile. I mean, you just turn the TV on and watch the news and you'll see like, oh my goodness. But just being able, like you said, being able to, to, to be in the position you are. And we always can sometimes wish things might be a little bit different, but just the fact that you're there and you made it and, and yeah. you represent your family and the community, man, you, you, you already are a role model and that's, um, and that's huge. So, so living that, walking that, and I uh, can't wait to see how the rest of the season unfolds, man. You know, you got a fan in me and uh, sure. can't wait, can't wait to see what you're going to do after you finish up the Florida, but uh, can't wait to see where the season's going to end up. I appreciate that, man. I really do appreciate it. Yes, sir. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was it. That was episode, I can't believe it, number 20 of the Young and the Rowdies. Um, that was the one and only number 24, Philandris Fleming Jr. He still don't even know. We still don't even know what his name means yet, but it is still the coolest name in all of college basketball. Uh, you catch the Gators. They got a cool, a, a tough stretch coming up here with uh, Ole Miss, with uh, Vanderbilt, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and, and, and a Big 12 game after that. But it's super exciting, guys. You already know the phrase. Stay rowdy.